I'm Sunny Lai, and you're listening to Not A Pyramid Scheme. Hi, I'm Mike Berman. Welcome to our podcast. This Today, week we're going to be talking about men. And why the, are they here? And do why they do they constantly interrupt women? Is or that, should they let women talk a bit more? We Maybe hear from... it would be more interesting if men stopped interrupting women. Probably not, though. Yeah, I don't See? think they have anything to Boring. say. Boring. <laughs> what a what a great way to start oh my God. okay i'm glad we both had the same idea because it'd be really awkward if you were just genuinely interrupting and i thought it was a joke and i was like yeah really good bit and you're like what bit <laughs> yeah well uh, that's just what i'm just what, what i was doing sweet so welcome to this new episode fresh out of the oven yeah um cold open yeah, we did a cold open for the yeah, first time. I mean, the, kind of. We did say welcome to Not A Pyramid's Game. Oh, right yeah, no, shit, we did. But we okay. did it in a funny way. It was a lukewarm open. Yeah, a lukewarm yeah. open. We're trying the new kind of middle ground. We, we don't, we don't want to the rush ourselves. Open. Don't want to go all the way to the cold open. We're not ready there yet. Yeah, yeah, we... Um, never mind. So we started with a joke. Cool. So, so what does joke start with? Joke starts with the letter J, which is the one we are up to. <gasps> it's almost like we planned it. I can't even remember if we did. We didn't. Good words beginning with J. Jalapeno. Juxtaposition. Jovial. Jurisprudence. Jurisprudence jokes. Go on then. <laughs> it's a great joke. This is my favorite hear. joke. It is only six words long. It's like a newspaper headline. Jurisprudence fetishist gets off on technicality. <sighs> so good. Reminds me of my uh, other favorite headline. I think I think we have the same two favorite headlines. Yeah, is this the the one about the uh, nuclear thing? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, a a nuclear committee of some kind got a new leader whose surname was his. Foot. His name was Michael Foot. <laughs> is that not incredible? <laughs> uh, and so the journalist. This is um, a real newspaper headline. A real by newspaper the way. headline that was published. Foot heads arms body. <sighs> they must so have been good. so happy to come up with that. And then that person quit journalism forever. <laughs> yep, they peaked. They just, can't do just any better. Went into woodworking. No more literary things. So what have we been up to recently, Sunny? Uh, um, we've been lightening your hair because we thought it was just too dark. That's true. Yeah, my hair was too dark. So I, I used it to have like blue hair. It was like banter black. I, I, I would went and just got my get hair confused done. when I saw it. Yes. <laughs> I was like, where is the light in this dimension? So I got my hair done by a professional hair dyist uh, back a couple months ago. And I looked beautiful. I was bright blue, absolutely fantastic, like a beautiful flamingo. Like and a beautiful peacock. The thing about hair is that I discovered... It it just keeps growing, but even if you dye it, it still grows the same color it was before. Not even if you ask it nicely. I know. To change. I to, know. To properly integrate into this new society. So, I got these big-ass brown roots and needed to fix them up. I'm not laughing for a weird reason. It was sounded funny. Uh, so, I bleached Mike's hair. Did you think I was a tree with my big brown roots? That was one interpretation. <laughs> we'll leave the other to the listener. Mike has this... Pale blonde hair with kingfisher blue tips. Yep, that is true. Fabulous. Very uh, mid-2000s cool surfer dude in a teen movie who I mean, may be a douchebag. Yeah. Uh, this is not how it's going to look permanently. This is just how we're yeah, at we're at the moment. It's drying at the moment during this, and then I'm going to uh, beautiful it afterwards. Your hair could be pink if you wanted to. 
Yeah, You're not light enough to take any color. Shit. Okay, well, we're not going to bore you with like brainstorming Mike's hair, so let's move on to a different topic, which is... Cats. The movie or the animal? Both. So we watched Cats last night. Um, not the movie, but the stage musical. So um, Andrew Lloyd Webber uh, posted, I think it was like a, a stream of a Yeah, he's a doing live streams of a bunch of his shows. Of the musical Cats from like the 80s or 90s. Um we watched it. Uh, I It was the first time I'd seen it. We were both severely intoxicated at the time. And still, I just thought, this is fucking weird. It's so weird. So if you <laughs> haven't seen it, it's, it's basically T.S. Eliot, old poet dude, wrote a bunch of poems that all about kind of cats. And basically, he just wrote a series of poems, each poem completely self-contained that just introduces a cat and tells you about it. And they all have very, very weird names like Rum Tum Tugger and Crumple Bung Bogalog. So he came up with the names? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber thought, well, these poems are rad, so let's just stick them all together and make people dance while reciting them. Andrew Lloyd Webber's never been great with plots, I've noticed. <laughs> I don't know. I like, I like some. Anyway, <laughs> this uh, is beside the point. So, so yes, it is, a, it is a basically introduce a cat, introduce another cat. Let's now introduce another cat, and we'll introduce another cat. Now we'll all go on a break, we'll go outside and we'll have some drinks, and then we'll go inside and we'll introduce four more cats, and then the night will be over. Oh uh, yeah, there's like a... Mike described it as five minutes of plot, and literally it is about five minutes of plot. Yeah. It's it's not about the plot. It's really just an excuse to see people dance really well and sing it's really a, well. It's a spectacle of the world's most talented furries, basically. <laughs> But they're not furries. And this they're one just was filmed in 98 before it was even cool, too. Yeah. <laughs> they were getting in early. So anyway, it's, it's fantastic. But um, the problem is that when you, when you get intoxicated and you watch cats, obviously you start writing your own poetry about your own cats. At least if you're a cool dude like Mike. A <laughs> yeah. cool cat, some might say. Yeah. So I, I went to the bathroom afterwards and I emerged from the bathroom about 10 minutes later. A glistening new man armed with a poem. And, and uh, this is what I recited to Sonny, and, and I'm going to recite it for you, for, for your hopeful approval. Many cats must work boring and bland jobs, leaving them pain they are forced to shrug off. But this is the cat that gets drunk and gives hand jobs. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Rum Tum Tug Off. <laughs> Wasn't that a masterpiece? What a spectacle that was. That's quite good. I was, I was very proud. Poems. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I've, I haven't written a poem for years. I, I read a series of dirty limericks back in the day. And he um, then nothing. snail mailed me a dirty limerick once. This was like a month after we got together <laughs> and I was living with my parents and I just got a, uh, like my mom handed me the envelope being like, someone sent you a letter? Because, you know, we don't normally get snail mail and I have no Especially friends Especially anyway. snail mail with handwritten addresses on yeah, the front. Yeah, and my mom was like, what is this? And I was also like, what is this? <laughs> Super weird. And I... Uh, I don't remember if it had a stamp or not. I think I think you did post it. Yeah, I posted okay, it. Okay, so it had a stamp and no return address or anything. And I opened it and then I recognized Mike's handwriting and it was a a horrible dirty limerick with a doodle and that's literally it. Nothing else. Yep. Not even a greeting. Didn't say or, hello, didn't say from, no. just dirty limerick, no context. <laughs> that's great. So, uh, yeah, gentlemen, if you want to impress your lady friends, turn that short-term one-month thing into a long-term thing. Dirty limericks. That's basically the only tip. It doesn't work with any other gender or relationship configurations. If you yeah. do, then they'll be like, fuck this. Yeah, if you want a man and you're a man, not going to work. Yeah, if you only... want a woman and you're a woman, not going to yeah. work. If you want a man and you're a woman, it's not going to work. 
it is purely for men to attract women. Only one single woman at a time. Like, it doesn't work if you're, like, doing it if you're in a throuple. I reckon I could bag two women with this one. That's an astonishing level of confidence. I mean, the cat one. It's not a limerick, though, I guess, so it's a bit different. This is one of those things that's... This is, like, the marmitiest poem I've seen. Actually, it's not. I've seen poems that are worse than this. This is quite good. What, what do you mean by marmitey? Um, we've become... Uh, integrated assimilated into the british lands marmite is uh like vegemite but terrible apparently i haven't yeah. tried it but it's, that's what it's makes just it gross vegemite they also have bovril which is like vegemite but gross and made of meat i mean i've heard it as like just like a thick meaty stew thing and that sounds like something i would enjoy so i think uh, i'll try bovril uh, anyway uh marmite as uh, is, is like vegemite um po- quite polarizing and uh, people kind of say Marmite as a kind of love-hate thing. Like, you either love it or hate it. Yeah. Like, it's a thing I'm a where Marmite if person. you like it, you really like you it. Hate me. And if you don't like it, you absolutely hate it. So that's Mike's poem. Marmite. There you go. Um, what else begins with J? Anything else? Uh, Jackbox. A really good series of games. Yep. A fantastic series of games, which I have nothing to talk about. I thought of Jackbox because the first thing that popped into my head was Jack Off. Uh, other things, um, Juris Doctum, is Excuse that what it's me? called? A what? Like JD, it's the, the 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 law qualification. I, I've never heard these words in my life. You know how like um, you know how like a doctor has MD after their name. Do they? I thought yeah, that was just people like, who live in like, Maryland. Like House MD, that's that's M, A, I think. <laughs> no, M A is Massachusetts. Uh, well, Maryland is something else. It's not M. Oh, maybe it is M D. Your money? Money? Come on. No. The fiver make it no, interesting. Fiver? No. Fiver? No. Fiver? No. Fiver? No, because I think you're right. Yeah, I am right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, MD, and I think JD is the one for law. And All right. Juris Doctum or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I remember once I was talking to this person online and they were saying, like, I asked them what they did and they said, living the JD life. And at first I thought that meant they were doing law because I had other nerdy friends who, you know, mentioned JD when referring to law. And then it turned out that he was a medicine student and he was referring to scrubs. <laughs> and I was really confused because I hadn't seen it's scrubs at the time. very confusing to say, yeah. which subject are you doing? Oh, the JD one. Yeah, yeah like... I... <laughs> scrubs is less relevant now, though. Probably yeah. wouldn't work now. Yeah, this was um, like six like years it. ago. Yeah. What... Uh... Oh, uh, on the topic of TV shows, we've been watching an Australian telly show. It's called Lego Masters, and it's amazing, even if you give absolutely no shits about Lego, which is how I felt before I watched this show. We're not going to talk about it for the next five minutes. We're just going to give you a very quick intro, because Um, we don't want to spoil it. But basically, like, Bake Off, but with Lego. Teams of mostly charming, talented people... Uh, making yeah. amazing all of competitive them except Lego one builds. Are charming and well, they're all talented, and all of them except one is charming. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's amazing. He's there for the flavor. Oh God, and he had so much flavor. He His had, name is even a flavor. It, it was a flavor which I I think I hate, but I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, it's it's a really good show. You should check it out. I think like if you just search Lego Masters, and you'll be able to find like a, you know, they have the first episode on the Channel Nine website or something. Or you know, you could use other methods. He's such an arsehole. Yeah. So his name is Kale. Oh, right? this feels me. Which in itself is a horrible name. Okay, here's the thing. I like the name Kale, and I'd heard of that as a name before the hipster thing took off. Like the main mm. Shia LaBeouf's character in Disturbia, the modern day teen adaptation of Rear Window, which was a fun movie. 
he was named Kale. And back then, being named Kale was normal. And then the hipster thing happened, and now it's weird if your name is Kale. I'll, so I feel a bit sorry for him for right, that reason. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a fun fact. That's true. He, he's forty-one, so he's not one of the hipster Kales unless yeah. he's changed it. He he looks like a he dresses like a hipster. I, I'll give you a fun fact about Kale. Not about this Kale, just about Kale the vegetable. Is it that you have to massage it? Uh, no, that's your fun fact about Kale. All right, that's my. Fun my fact. fun fact about <laughs> Kale is that in the nineties, before Kale was popular as like a superfood. The world's, uh, or the majority of the world's kale was purchased by a single restaurant chain. What? What restaurant chain? Pizza Hut. Oh. Do you know what they did with it? Uh, what? Is it something that we would seem, that we would deem wasteful and absurd? You might deem it wasteful. I don't know. So if you ever went to a Pizza Hut buffet in the 90s. Oh. Oh, I, okay. You remember I at the guess. salad bar? I never how, went how, to a Pizza Hut buffet. Okay. Well, around the salad bar. Mm. They just had some like shitty looking kind of vegetable y things that were just like that you were meant to eat or no, 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 no. They're decoration? not they're not in bowls. They're purely decoration. So they're like decorative leaves. Yeah. Okay. Decorative leaves near the salad bar to hint <laughs> that salad is nearby. Oh, okay. And that was the majority of the world's kale. Oh sitting in pizza huts, not getting eaten. Oh, like how there's um like straw in the body shop. Yeah, because it was just or like lush. this cheap bullshit thing that no one wanted. Oh, and then the hipsters were like, you know what? Yeah. It's it's terrible and unpopular, therefore it's the coolest thing in the world. Exactly right. Sweet. Well that's a fun kale fact. Yeah. There you go. Uh I I I have nothing more to say about kale. Do you have any kale facts? Um it's an anagram of lake. Yep, I suppose that's true. <laughs> Ecal. You're anyway, really, um, really stretching it now. Alka. That sounds like a German name, like a like the German word for alkaline, but I don't think it is. At least, sweet. Uh, moving yeah, on. From hold that. on, hold what? on. We've just spent this long mentioning things that are an anagram of kale, and we're not going to mention the other real word that's an anagram of kale. Leak. Oh shit! I was like, "What real word?" Yeah, yeah, sweet. Okay, well, that's that's a pretty there you good go. one. Now, now we've dusted that off. That's All very right. important. Um, oh, we're reaching the fifteen-minute mark. Yeah. Do we have any kind of final final messages? Um, final messages. Um, so I read a thing on about like uh, anxiety and stuff. Like it, it, the context was people were talking about how just sitting in a bath or something is nice. Yep. And there's apparently I something called like the mammalian aquatic response or something. Basically, there's a theory. Oh yeah, that's the thing where that the, the being wet thing. makes you feel good. Basically, like if you just like one one thing I've read as a technique for dealing with like extreme anxiety, if you're having like an anxiety attack or something, is to wet yourself. Is to like just stick your hands under running water and just like you know run your wrists under cold water, and that will apparently help. Cold water. Yeah. Anyway, so there's like this theory based on evolution saying that the reason why we enjoy like being in bodies of water and stuff is because in the past, um, that was a way to like hide from predators. Yeah. And so, you know, the people who liked doing that might pass on that affinity, that tendency. So if I'm being chased by like an alligator, then I should just go hide in the water. Oh, shit. He's blown this thing (laughs) wide open. I just... I yeah, I, I may have completely misrepresented this because I don't remember it very well, so huge grain of salt. All but right. yeah, that's that's a that's a thing. There you go. And that that's what we're gonna end on this week. This random Possibly possible, true fact. Well, possibly accurately remembered. I think it's very unlikely to be true. Okay. Sweet. But you may have remembered that someone thinks it. Yep. If you're bored, <laughs> then your task for this week, because you needed homework, of course, is uh to Google that water thing. Yep. 
that mammalian water, water response or something like that. Fabulous. Excellent. We will leave you now. Hope you have a lovely day um, ahead of you slash night or whatever period of time, really. And uh, thanks very much for listening. Yeah. And as we say at the end of every episode. Don't forget to tell your snake plant that you love her. Goodbye. Bye.